millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Uh, obviously, we have our very special professional guest, Dr. Urban uh, Gustafsson. Uh, he's coming in. He's talking about diet and obesity. Uh, we'll be chatting about that. Terry Olson is my very special guest. Uh, Terry, let, let's get started with that because you are actually working out. You're, you're doing the whole thing. I am, yeah. I've start, I did a, a six-pack challenge, which, uh, which concludes this Friday. So I've, got my, I've done my before. I might have now got my after photo to do. And what happened? Was this for a magazine or yeah, something? Yeah, for Men's Health Week Monthly. And uh, I, 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 at, for, at first, I said I didn't want to do it because I always see people in gyms. I just think it's pointless. I just think that, you know, if you're going to do that, lift these weights and tread these machines, then they should be, you know, rigged to the national grid just to power things. You know? Good idea. I don't see the point of doing it. That was my outlook, to be honest with you, because I've run But had you not been in the gym before, then? No, not really. Well, I had, but I just thought that exactly what I just said. I always used to think it was a waste of time. I just looked at people going, what are you doing? Why don't you go on a bike and see the world and just said... Get on run over. Bike. Yeah, get run over. So... Cut a long story short, I basically said all right to this challenge, the six-pack challenge, and I'm glad I did because it's completely re-made me look at everything, i.e. sugars and, and... But in a sense, just with the... Do you enjoy the gym now, though? I do enjoy the gym now. Within about a week and a half, I suddenly thought, hold on a second. Honestly, you know that whole thing about it refreshes your mind and all that? It really yeah. does. And I mean, I really need that, of course. I need to have a reset. And it, I think the more it hurts you in the gym, the more you hate it, because that's the dread of going in. But the, the, the next phase is when you're actually in the gym and you're hating it, but you'll know that the phase after that is you're going to feel great that afternoon. Yeah, I've never got there, I'm afraid. I, as a, <laughs> <laughs> so you, as a, that. Yeah, I never got no, there. It's just because I did have a woman who used to come around and like do that, and I just yeah. I quite literally just go, "Would you ever fuck off out of my house?" No, yeah, yeah. I, I just I think you need to go down there. The other thing is what I've, I've got I've devised myself as well is that if I can't be bothered to do the heavy weights in the gym, I then will go in the pool and I'll swim some lengths and get out and do some press ups and some sit ups. You probably look all right, but you're, in, it, but you're not enjoying it. But you know the after effects. Are, are the after effects be. were the the, the 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 good so outweighs the the bad, and I and I don't want to go back to not trying. to because yeah, you know, I can't put my socks on before, you know. But what? No, I was, like, well, you're no, no, I was going like that. Well, I was fifteen no, and a half stone. That no, was like, more. No, you were 19. clumsy, wasn't it? You just yeah, clumsy, to put, yeah, you wouldn't put your, put, <laughs> put your clothes left on. on the right one. What do you put it on? I think it was so. Yeah, I, for me, it was much. I think it's much better that I've lost the weight. I feel better for it. I know that sounds like people go, "Oh yeah, well you're still smoking, aren't you?" But but what you say you finish on Friday? What happens then? Uh... Well, that, well, I'm going to try and keep it up. But without the diet's the hard bit. Without a personal trainer, though. Oh no, no, I'll be all right. I can motivate myself. My wife's a personal People trainer. People well. say they can motivate. My wife, themselves. my wife is a personal trainer as well. Dee, you know that, my wife. Um, she's, yep. um, also, we've got another special guest coming in now. Yes, I know. There's a mystery guest coming through the door, and it's and, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's, someone it's, who's late, but um, doesn't matter. Like the suspense is just is killing me, but. Um, Oh, right, she's going to the toilet. Oh, she's got to use a Kerry Goldman, who you actually played with uh, last night. You did yeah, we did, a, we did a um, stand-up against violence last night. Uh, for Against violence? Against violence, yeah. Just in general? Yeah, but this guy had lost his brother about four years ago. His brother got kicked to death. Um, 
So he, he kind of thought we need to stand up against violence. Comedy, comedy podcast. Yeah, I know, his brother. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't so, laugh. It's not funny. First time I've ever... I never thought on Under the Radar would hear someone go, ah, yeah, and then ah, his brother got no, kicked to death. No, look, that's not funny, of course, <laughs> but the situation that we're supposed to be doing a comedy podcast, that's what's made me laugh. But where, where was the money going to, though? Just... Uh, to, probably to his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so you just did it for your for your mate, <laughs> but um, like I, I want to talk about because uh, you you took a really uh, flip in uh, flip is it's a decent enough word. Where last year you actually started doing EastEnders. Yeah, I didn't want to do it either, which was it was, was bizarre. I said there's no way I was going to do it, and it was only because I was in Edinburgh that I, I Kerry uh, Goldman sitting down. Oh hello, yeah. I don't just said. I know. Okay. So why are you late? Am I late? Yeah. I think I'm exactly on time. But you've got thing. kids, so that's allowable. That's why I get out of your yeah. free card, isn't it, when you've got kids? You're like, don't mm. give me any shit. I've, I've got, got kids. kids. This is uh, Dr. <laughs> Urban. All right, Kerry. Yeah, of course. Terry's you been uh, working out. I haven't been. What about yourself? Um, no, not really. I went for a swim the other day. <laughs> I take it easy. I don't overdo it. I like to sort of move about occasionally. Do you know what? I'll be honest with you, because uh, I, I spoke to my uh, personal trainer about this. It's not always about people think you've got to work out till you feel sick. You don't have to. You don't have to go that bad. You, you go. He actually it. said that to you. Yeah, you could go in <laughs> and just do it to a point where you feel, oh, I've, I've done enough, really. I always I'm, intend to do that. That is my intention. I believe yeah. that you don't have to break yourself, but no. I just never have time. Or no, I don't make time. I'm really good at making excuses. That's brilliant. Time. I love that. The candidness there. But I, I just you I, don't make because you can't because you could make the time, couldn't you? That's the point. And then you say, and that I love that. She's I, brilliant. I just oh, don't she's, think not only she's uh, a great comic. She's bloody I, bloody honest. I just don't think uh, your personal trainer is great. I don't think any personal trainer goes. You don't have to do this till you get sick. <laughs> no, no, no. That's but not, I think you. Do, if you, if I you, don't you, think he knows the lingo as well. If you're saying. training me for a fight, is he one of those armies? No, no, no. I signed up for that because a friend of mine looked amazing, and I was like, "What's your secret?" And she said, "British military." Doodah, and I was quite pissed. Does doodah mean spying? Yeah, the proper Google it. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'm going to do that. So I signed up for it, and I was like, really, you know, when you get a new idea and you're quite evangelical, I was like, definitely yeah. that I'm on for that. Tapped in, of course, never been. I've never been. I've never attended. I don't want to be shouted at. <laughs> Did you pay for it? No, I get a free trial, which I have not yet used. I believe that whatever you find for yourself, because people, people say to me, "Have you done it?" And I, for me, it was sugars. You know, cutting out sugars. But I, I think everyone's different, aren't they? For you, it was a completely different. Yeah, thing. I've lost. Terry's lost two stone. I've never been on a diet either. Yeah, but I've lost two stone. How did you do it? Smoking. You took up smoking. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, never felt better. Really? Yeah. Did you smoke before? And I did. Come in and then go back. Yeah. Right. I just went. You know what? I like smoking, and but I don't mind. That bad for you? Yeah, and I don't mind dying. No, well, that's inevitable in the end. Yeah. Do you mind yeah. putting it forward a little bit? Yeah, I don't mind that well, at all. Well, then that's a reasonable yeah. argument, isn't it? Yeah. Are you, you, but see, just the thing that it's, it's a really like. Terry, how long do you want to live for? Ideally, when when would you like to die? Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't want to know, and I don't want to know. I mean, how old are you now? Forty-three. So you could be halfway. I reckon I am halfway. Yeah, I reckon I'm going to hit my eighties. See, but you two, you got kids, so it's slightly different because you feel you want to hang on for as long as possible. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to check out too soon. But I'd th- like to meet my grandchildren. Is that unreasonable? Th- no, I'm. I'm not. The no, Grim just, Reaper. I'm no, not. No, no, no. I, I haven't got dates Wouldn't it be brilliant if he was the Grim Reaper? And actually, <laughs> this was all a ruse just to get <laughs> us in here. And we don't come out of here in a minute. That's it. It's over. But no, so, but Kerry, I'm gonna talk, we're going to talk about EastEnders in a minute because we nearly talked about that. But Kerry, thanks very much for coming in. Um, you're a great comic, and I love the fact that you're one of the more honest ones. And you know what comes up with you a lot is uh, people don't say 
great female comic where they say that about a lot they yeah. just say about you a great comic that's funny you know it's funny you should say that because I had a little I was on the internet on the way here and I saw a thing listing the top 10 feminist comic, comics at this year's Edinburgh and I'm not one of them and I'm like well fuck you I can make a <laughs> feminist comic and then I thought actually I'm mildly flattered that I'm not being labelled that I kind of just want to be seen as a comic and then yeah. if you're a female comic or a feminist yeah. comic or whatever then you know I, I don't think it's great as well to be labelled people write lists are just idiots anyway well, I've got a whole people... radio show about lists, so I can't slag lists off at this stage. <laughs> My whole radio show is called Kerry's List about lists. So yeah, I'm but all that... for a list, but I don't want to be on a feminist comic list because I just think, ah, oh, that wife. What list would you like to be on? Uh, a list of employed comedians. No, but like, like, so, like, you're going up to Edinburgh, yeah. where, uh, what's your show? It's called FaceTime. That sounds very feminist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a woman with a face. Yeah. That's what I mean. I can put a spin on it. I can spin it. Because what I wanted to ask you as well is, uh, like, I saw you uh, do the, uh, like, and well done for doing the children's charity, but the O2, oh, I'm anti all that. How did that feel playing? I, I lost control of my whole body. I lost it. I was so scared. I thought I'd be all right. Because hmm. I was doing, you know when you've done material you've done a hundred times, you're like, I know this works, I know yeah, it works, yeah, yeah. so it shouldn't matter that the room is big. But I just... It oh, the bigger the playground. It was really... Yeah, but, like, what was it, 20,000 people or it something? It 14,000, apparently. But like, did oh, you... I was terrified. Yeah, but it's not even that. Did you enjoy it? I don't no, think... I, I don't think that's comedy. Either. No, I don't like it that way. But to be honest with you, the numbers... Uh, the bigger the numbers, it is easier to play in my head because I think if I take a risk and 30% of 14,000 laugh at it, then that's yeah. a big laugh. But if it's in front of 50 people, it's a bit eggy, isn't it? <laughs> that's true. No, it is a different thing. But then it's the telly in the... But I'm a big well. show-off, so... I thought I'd nice show way. off, but my show off. Uh, I don't I care. Know. I don't care if I die. No, no, I, I die most of the time, care. anyway. Well, Terry is one of the few who like takes those risks. Talk. Where, uh, yeah, <laughs> but but it does affect you. You pretend like when you say you don't care. I've seen you. Oh, no, no, I do care. If I'll tell you when I care, I, I'll care if uh, if the room isn't set properly and the lighting or the sound isn't right. That's when I start caring. You know, I'll I'll only not care if if it's all set up properly and I've gone the wrong way. Then then that's uh, I'll be gutted with myself. But I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't fear the death. I'd more be fearing that the, the lighting's not right or the sound mm. isn't right. That's very odd thing to say. Yeah, yeah I'm really really really. Well, you know, what I'm like with with, yeah. with monitors, but no, but I know. agree. Like I I hate when a room's set up badly. Yeah. But I I just have, have to go with it. Like that's why I don't do the summer festivals because they they go. Yeah, you, I remember doing latitude. I did latitude yeah. this weekend. Just gone. And did you enjoy I it? I did enjoy it because I've done it four times now, so I quite, I've kind of I know what to expect from it. But the the things you can't control is obviously the weather. So you know that if it's raining, you will have a bigger crowd. And then you're like, well, I don't want you because you're just using this as a bus stop. Yeah. I, I don't feel the love. <laughs> but uh, what my point is, was there not a band playing while you were on? Yeah, but they set it up very well at Latitude. All the other festivals, you can hear the band. Yeah. For some reason, Which, yeah. Yeah, Latitude's set up. I did a gig once, like, my least favourite band in the world is the Saw Doctors, and they were on in the next room, louder than me. That's, so I, I just abandoned. That's your least favourite band, and they yeah. were on at the same. <laughs> and I just abandoned the gig. I said, just listen to them. But when I did Latitude, I remember they said, you got a really sweet spot, half one, uh, which I think is a very odd time to be yeah. going on stage yeah, anyway true. that's you know, in the <laughs> afternoon folks and they, I remember Phil Nickel going sweet swap because none of the bands are on then and I went oh great that's really uh, nice but uh, what he didn't tell me was uh, no bands were playing but they were sound checking which oh, was uh, yeah, a lot worse happen, yeah. oh god yeah so I'm halfway through going two two <clears throat> yeah that's not ideal yeah. festivals are a bit weird aren't they I mean tents generally are weird yeah, I do, well, yeah, it's funny with the festivals because it can be quite. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, I did Latitude, but I did it for Keith Allen. 
Oh yeah, you were saying how much. Which fun was, that was was fantastic because I like his crowd is anarchic, so yeah. I love that. That's my kind of audience. That is. You see, I'm like, not. That's why I loved I'm it like, last you night. Should, don't be anarchic. Listen to me. I don't mm. want any rogue elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I much prefer. But you can deal with a room easily, I'd can't you? Rather than just listen. But so, do you find because when I started off, uh, the female comics had to be very tough. That's, yes. you, that isn't necessarily the case anymore, I is it? I don't feel so. We, we, me and Terry were talking last night about, I believe there's different circuits now. I think you can kind of play different circuits. Like, there's the rooms that you do need to be a bit harder in. Maybe like the Jonglers and those kind of, you know. Ones. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's lots of other little clubs now and arty vibes. And I haven't played yeah, clubs yeah, in years, clubs. but uh, I mean, I, I still pop back to the store. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'll try, I might go down to uh, the Fighting Cox, do maths gig down in um, Kingston, right. you know, the outside yeah. the box, because Lovely. you try stuff out there, yeah, it's yeah. great. And that crowd gives you loads of time. And then but you don't have to fight them. You're just no, 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 they, they, they sit there going, well, we know what you're going to do. But weirdly, I find uh, if there's a young crowd, I might as well go home. Really? Yeah, because I've never seen you to young crowds and they've loved it. Well, it all I mean, depends what you mean. When did that gig in, um, when did I gig with you? Barl, uh, Harlow. Bracknell. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I hate it. was a very mixed crowd. I hate yeah. every. I hate every moment of it. <laughs> is that the one with the low Why? ceilings? That's I, because yeah. I, okay. like I, I need to get the whole room together. If I feel I don't get that, I, I love like like when I go to a regional town, especially the small ones, and they're all middle class, middle aged. I am like a god to them because <laughs> <laughs> I, I am really anarchic. Because I'm go- I'm saying things that they actually. You know, feel, but they can't possibly say. Right. But you put me in front of an eight here. Like I love it when I'm doing my tour shows and they bring their kids along. Yeah, and they they get a different vibe out of it. But like I certainly wouldn't if there was a room of twenty three year olds. I'd just go. I don't want to do this. Really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Why? Because you think they're just not going to. Because a lot of my stuff is is about being like not. It's not where I'm just talking about being middle aged, yeah. but it is. It's those sensitivities and those, you know that. But knowledge just, you've like, learned. Applicable to like this human condition stuff, isn't it? It's applicable to yeah, but like, 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 would you talk about your kids? Uh, on I stopped stage? doing student gigs for this reason. Yeah. In the end, I did think, oh, they don't want to hear. That maybe we're good. You know, when you're two year old, what are you talking yeah. about? When you're potty training and the boiler packs up and you can't find the mortgage, like, they don't want to. Yeah, but because mm. so, Kerry, that's like that's like I, you're one of the few like uh, working mums who are doing the circuit. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few of us. There is a little handful of us that ring each other as a support network. But that must be really hard. Um, It is and it is. I mean, it has its advantages and disadvantages. I think, I always sort of think if I had a proper job, like a nine-to-five, that would be possibly harder. Like, I can fit my... I can't get that Dolly Parton song out of my head now. (laughs) I wish I hadn't said that. But you know what I mean? Like, if you have time to leave the house... Islands in the stream. Tumble out of bed. I was going to do, but I left it. Yeah, leave it. Uh, But, so, so what age are your kids, then? Seven and four. See, that's... uh, yeah, but my husband's around. I'm not like alone. Is there he a house a man husband? In the mix, and he is very supportive and does a lot. And uh, and I can I can when you're self-employed, you can fit your work life around your family, can't you? Well, not necessarily. Well, no, no you, I like it. You can. You can be. You can be your own pilot. Because I, I, I can only come from the element of, like, I've got kids, we've got two dogs, which is worse than yeah, having yeah, no, kids. Yeah, it's still a commitment. And yeah, and you go, well, I can't go overnight that particular night, you know, those mm. kind of things. Like, do you find you won't do overnight gigs where you have to stay I don't up? do that much yeah. now, but I did just do a tour. I've never toured before, and I was reluctant always because of the kids, but now I thought, oh, I can make that work. It, it was fine. And Kerry, tell me, was it nice to be away from the kids? Sometimes it's nice to be away from them. I think it's nice. This is weird because you think, oh, I need a break, and then you get one, and you're like, I don't, I don't really know what to do. With I myself. always, <laughs> I well, always travel home anyway. Well, yeah, you, after if you can, yeah. 
if, every single gig. What even well, if it's apart f- from Oslo or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, any, 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 any. Hold that plane. If I was in Glasgow, I'd come home that night. No, I can't do that. But you're right. Yeah. Pe- what people no, don't understand home. about touring is uh, it is tedious during the day if you're stuck in a yeah, town. It's boring, yeah. yeah, the whole thing's boring. That's what I was saying to you last night. For me, just but you're going to New Zealand. You go, yeah, but there's only so many times you're going to see a giant squid in that. You know, I've been there a hundred times. You like, saw a giant squid. Yeah, a giant squid in the in the uh, was down in Wellington. The first time? Yeah, I think. Well, I was depressed the first time, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know, I, taking the pills, and I went back and kind of enjoyed it. But yeah, I mean, you get to a point where, for me, as I was saying last night, it's sounding like some miserable old git but i my i'm I've, i'm done man i'm i'm, I'm what done are you, what are you talking about i don't want to do this anymore i was to you last yeah. night i don't this want to is do your vocation anymore. yeah i want to just stay would you reckon you wouldn't feel like that oh no 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 i haven't wanted to do this for 10 years right but now that he's sending come along that's something yeah but the good thing about when i did that it was Terry, financially... you were talking nonsense because like hold on hold on i'll, I'll explain myself okay but financially i was all right would have been fine with the voiceovers and right. the extended so then i could have chose what stand-up i would want to do yeah whereas when it becomes a job again i go i can't be doing this yeah but like like i remember talking to you and you you like the fact that when you tour there's a few more people every time yeah and you're has enjoy- gone the other way Everyone kept saying to me, when you go in EastEnders, your audiences grow. They've <laughs> gone backwards. Yeah, but see, that's a weird thing, like, uh, because what's wrong with that is it's a bit like uh, if you appear on Mock the Week, you'll get more people going to see a show, but they're idiots yeah. a lot of the time. Like, you know, you're, yeah, I mean, you, you will suffer a little bit from that, Terry, by people going, let's go to see the fellow from EastEnders. And, like, Kerry, like, obviously you're, you're in Derek as well. Yeah, do you I find... thought that would bring more people in. I, I don't know. I'll never know for sure if it did or it didn't. But because of the part I play in Derek not being a comedic, like, it wasn't a comedy role. It was a comedy show in parts and blah, blah, blah. But my part was quite... Ricky's going to have you for up comedy show in parts. Well, no, no, he would say that. I'm going to I know, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> But there was a lot of other things going on in that show, a lot of pathos and it was, it was sentimental. But are you, are you trying to get into more acting now as well? No, I was always an actor before. I was an actor really? before I was a comic, yeah. I got into stand-up as a backup job. That was my fallback. Yeah, like yeah. Exactly, we've gone the other way around. Yeah. No, because that's the thing, because... Uh, so what was your first acting job, then? I was in The Knock. Do you remember The Knock? No. Yeah, it was Lenny McLean was in that, wasn't it? I had a little part playing a drug dealer's girlfriend. Do you want my line? Yeah. Stop coming round here, he don't live here no more! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, would you do EastEnders? I don't know, not while the kids are little, because I live in deep South London, they film it right up in Boreham Wood, so it would be a real schlep for me to get up there. That, that's it? weird, just uh, talking about, um, Terry has lost the will to live, <laughs> and you're going, well, I wouldn't do EastEnders because uh, it takes about 40 no, minutes to get there. I said I'd never do EastEnders, but when I got in it, then I suddenly thought, oh, God, I could just say, this is great, this is great. I don't, I don't watch it, but I love doing it. But this is because, like, I don't know if you're aware, I did Coronation Street for a little bit. Oh, Recently? Uh, no, well, not, not that long ago, about five really? years ago. It's brilliant because, like, as you'll know from EastEnders, the camaraderie, because they make so many episodes, yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. But what they also don't tell you, like, you know, because these, these are iconic shows. Yeah. But they'll just say, uh, turn up at nine o'clock at the studio uh, and uh, get into your costume. Yeah. And then they don't show you around and go, your first scene is in the Rovers. And you're shitting yourself because yeah, you, you've yeah, been you watching us all in, your yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like you Craig, you yeah, but Craig, uh, what's his face? Has had to tell me. By the way, one of the doors doesn't work, so use the left hand door. 
And I, I'm like, nobody, yeah. like, if the cast he's, are amazing. He's, he's unbelievable, that first day. Yeah. The, the, when you stand outside the Queen Vic and there's Cat and Bianca looking at you and <laughs> you fall down a hole and there's a big puddle in it and you go, can we go again, please? Can we? I, you, don't, you don't even know that terminology. But then after a few weeks, you know, maybe a few months, actually, you start yeah. finding the character and it's, it's just an easy role. Yeah. Get in, look at your lines, go, right, go and do them. I know, but it's like... Become Terry Spraggan. But it's the thing as well, like like some of the lines that you're given are piss poor. Oh, well. some of them are awful. But we yeah. we can we get to change them a bit though. Well, we I, I didn't. They, they'd never. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was a kind of. Love they don't that. at first. They don't at first. They well, do after a while. Comedy-ish. No, but they said like, this is the thing. They said, "Are oh, we? It's so great to have you in. We a lot of fans in the right." And but I was only in it for about seven weeks, and so I think they were initially. I was going to get one of the cast pregnant, but then I thought they went get rid of this guy because because uh, I think they saw me as a troublemaker because I was a, <laughs> a salesman, and one of the characters said to me, "says What's the? Is it nice being a travelling salesman?" And I go. I quite literally had to say something like, well, you go from saying John Groats to Land's End. And I'm going, I can't say this with any conviction whatsoever. What was the worst line you had in EastEnders? Oh, I had loads about it. One of the lines is, uh, I don't care what it is, as long as it, I don't care what animal it is, as long as it comes with chips. <laughs> well, that's not a bad line. No, but it's a bit. It, but, but, no, but for me, that's very, very common. You know, I would never, I would never say that. You know, I wouldn't say something so... But yeah, it's quite. I don't know. They they wrote me quite well in the end. And but you get to change it because it was something. I say something like, "Carol, may I have one of those biscuits?" You know, who from the East End would say, "Carol, may I have a biscuit?" I go, "Carol, give us one of them." Well, East Enders so, is a weird yeah. one because it reflects yeah. nothing like what the East Enders and the kind of that's a weird like. Well, it's Tilbury, isn't it? Really? Well, yeah, they make that point now that no yeah. none of those characters could afford to live. Well, no, in they would have sold place. it out by now. I mean, so obvious that the whole square now would be full of like very up and middle class, <laughs> and it would also that the, the Vic would be a bistro if not flats. Yeah. You know. Well, but they tried that, but there was a rape, wasn't there? Remember years ago? Um, yeah, that was your comeback, Sam. 20, 20 years ago, probably. With yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But that's what. A rape. I always imagined there's a. Oh, in EastEnders, there's a monthly rape, uh, two deaths. I can't. I, mean, I can't. It's cyclical kind of You're pretty story. much on the ball, actually, about what's coming up, but anyway. <laughs> But are, are you still in it at the moment? No, I'm out. I'm, I went out Friday. Finished. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I no, but I, I, it's open for me. I said, they're saying they're going to bring me back. I'd quite happily just sit in there, mate. Why did, you're, you're such a waste in there. She says, you're wasted. I'm going, well, I'm not, actually, because I've given up the fight, so I'm not wasted. But don't you get the feeling that sometimes you give up the fight or you lose your mojo and then it just comes back? Yeah, it's not going to this time. I've, I have, I've honestly just quite happy being with my son and my wife. But your son will grow up and abandon you. So yeah, yeah. What, that's what, right. age, what age is your son, right. Terry? He's seven. Yeah, he'll be gone in three, four years. Yeah, of course, that's so fine. you can enjoy that time, but don't rule out. Oh, I don't want to do stand-up anymore. Oh, I will shut do. Up, People will be getting, be going, oh, well, we won't go we'll and see him. They'll get me when I'm on stage. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, okay, I'll do, so I'll shall do I, my best. Shall I announce the tour now? <laughs> 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 is, this, is this all a scam for me to go? Just at the end, I go, thanks, Terry. Terry goes, Terry's on sorry, tour. can I just say, I star in uh, Leicester. And, um, but, so, but you did a gig last night. Did you enjoy the gig I last night? I enjoyed every minute of it. It's that thing we were saying about the gym, you know. It's... It's that it's that thing once you get on and you you do it, but there's too many audiences now. When not for my, for my crowds, but it's too many. We were saying this last night. Too many people want it safe and they want this. And you say yeah. something. I've actually had people stand up going, "This is a disgrace," and you're going, "What's a disgrace? It's just jokes, love." You I know, think but, it's because you wear eyeliner. Yeah, I think it is. I could be it, but I like the eyeliner. I was in, I had a row with some woman the other week. I was doing Al Murray's uh, Spiegel tent down on the South Bank. And I did it. It's a simple reverse and show sort of joke. And I did it. And she went, this is, you know, child, uh, uh, you know, 
molesting. What's the word? Child uh, pedophilia? No, that kind of thing isn't funny. And I'm thinking, I, I said, I oh, know it's not. It's not a forum for that. I don't know what your problem is, love. I know. It well, wasn't even about that. Anyway, I ended up screaming at this woman, and she left, and I just lost lost the plot. Which what? went to hours amusement, but what? I went crazy going, is this what it is? You want me to show you, oh, I've got a drawer with things at home in, have you got the same things in your drawer? Is that what we all want, is it? I mean, I can't be bothered with it. But well, weirdly, I had that even on a national scale where I did a gig and it was the time of, uh, I mean, it, and it was the Hay uh, Literary Festival, so, you know, all to do. Yeah. And it was The Independent who did this to me. Uh, not one of the scummy papers, and I did a line, it was, it was the week the McGanns were going to visit the Pope. Right, that right. the the German Pope, and uh, and I just said uh, I see the McGanns are going to visit the Pope. I know he's a Nazi, but I can't see he's involved. <laughs> yeah, it's so, right. Yeah, and there's a topical joke just for that week yeah, about yeah, yeah. the Pope. Yeah, yeah. And then the Independent the next day wrote Sean Hughes thinks Madame McGann is ripe for humour. I didn't even mention her name, mm. but then the News of the World got onto it and were demanding apologies. And I said, No, you can print that line. There was a phone in in Dublin no, saying no. I shouldn't be allowed to work ever again. It's, well, it's, obviously that's media hysteria. Yeah, no, but this is what I mean. But this is what Terry's saying was but happening this is in the what club. happens is when you get people are getting more and more dumbed down. I mean, I, I just sometimes I, I'm just aghast at what people but come it's a out with. I'm, I'm like within its own, like that media frenzy. I know it's hard because you get emotional and it's your stuff and you get involved. Yeah. But actually, it's nonsense. It doesn't but have do you, any meaning in reality. It well, yeah, but you meaning. say that. You, you honestly, you, I know. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I completely agree with it. But when you got people who truly believe that you are Terry from EastEnders, there are people out there who do believe yeah. no, this rubbish in the paper. Yeah. No, but when well, you truly believe well, I am Terry the cab driver. I mean, the yeah, they do honestly believe. So what I'm saying, if they if they're convinced by that, yeah. that's why we know the news can manipulate human minds. And no, I totally agree because I would never do a soap opera for longer than the, like, yeah, the stint I did. Me. My, going back to what you were saying about Derek, my only concern, I thought doing a tour would mean that people that were Derek fans were coming and thinking that they were coming to see Hannah. Yeah. And I, but that's nothing comparable to a soap, because people yeah. obviously don't respond in the same way to a sitcom. No, but every day even now, I guarantee your people are shouting... Yeah, I get it recognised, but it's ridiculous. That's what's probably depressing. You're not standing. No, 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 but it's funny. It's funny in certain areas you don't, though. So you'll be... In, you'll, I mean, if I go to Crouch End, or I probably wouldn't get very much... Not really recognised too much there. Yeah. But if I go to... Say my if house I go to Lakeside Thurrock shopping... What about Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe, <laughs> absolutely fine. I'll be, the, I'll be rocking in Zimbabwe. <laughs> I've got to pick where you go. It, yeah. will, it will calm down, Terry. No, 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 it's, it's all fine, but it, I, you're right, I'm going to take August out, I, I, you know. <clears throat> so whenever I feel like that, I'm going to go on holiday. I just think, I don't want, I don't want to do this But anymore. I've been saying this for a long time. It comes uh, back. I think I, what I, I might do, if I'm completely honest with you, I'm going to have a holiday, readdress it, and then <clears throat> I might do one of my usuals again, I might completely reinvent myself again. So I might start doing stand-up. You can start blacking up and stuff. <clears> you know? Yeah. No, I was thinking about doing stand-up. I was thinking about... That's I was what you to, do. No, I mean proper traditional stand-up, you know, about... Nah, that's not going to happen, babe. I bet you it does. No, you just—that's not you, Carrie. How long have you been doing this, by the way? <laughs> no, he's so brilliant. No, that's not you, Carrie. <laughs> I just got kind of brushed into the wall, didn't I? That well, was that, me then. That, that was me being nice. I though, love you, Sean. because I can't see you just going out and going as you said. Like, Do you know, uh, when the first time I met Sean properly, yeah. we did. We were in Australia about God. It was two thousand ninety-nine, two thousand. Yeah, something. I'd, yeah, I'd quit for a long time, I'd and I didn't know years. his sense of humour at all. Yeah. So when I <laughs> a lot first, of people don't. When I first met him, I thought, and he was winding this kid up. I remember he winding the driver up, and I was thinking, 
oh my god, he's a bit vicious, isn't he? And then I got to know Sean and suddenly realised what he was about. But if you don't know him at first, you kind of go, well, no, but oh my god, he's so rude. One of, one of my pleasures in life is with a very straight face to be yeah, torment people in, in public. You know? That sounds like a lovely hobby. But like, you know, like going into, I remember being on a motorway station and a restaurant called Mandy's, you know, and I just said, can I speak to Mandy, please? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I said, she's not here. I remember, that kind what, of thing. I was with a, with, do you remember Martin Treneman? He's in the phone, yeah. the phone show. We, we were standing in a motorway services once and there was kind of a, it just, there was me and him together and then there was a kind of a wall that, if you could imagine, I could just slip behind, right? And uh, we saw Jimmy White, the snooker player, and I, and I went, oh, Jimmy White. And I went, oh, here's Jimmy White. And I went, oi, Jimmy! And then I slipped behind the wall just to sit, leave Martin on his own. All I could yeah. see is Martin sort of, Sort of <laughs> waving at Jimmy, going, all right, and then looking at me, just at home. I love it. That's the stuff so that makes funny. me. I, I do admire people who go in for a prank. Do you know what he did at the television awards? Yes, yeah, but did you see it? yeah, the Mrs. Brown's boys. I was going, he's lost it. Oh, that was. Oh, just, you know what? I, I was, that just was a lot. I loved it when I realised you. So what? Because you, you weren't drunk, were you? Not at all. No. So tell people what happened. They we'll came and did the Harry Hill thing. It was an ITV thing, and then they did the Harry Hill thing. But it was all it was all for Simon Cowell, and, and you know, and I just sat there, and, and it was. I just thought this is just cheesy. I just thought, what am I doing? And then, then Mrs. Brown boys went, and went with everyone right out of the way. And they went, where are you going? I went, I'm just going to make you lot laugh. I mean, that's all. Like, that was just wanted to make the EastEnders lot laugh. So, yeah, but tell people what you did, because they might... Well, I, I followed them up. But I knew a few of the writers, <laughs> so I knew. stage with the car. I know, yeah, I saw it. And the bloke receiving it, what's his name, the main bloke? Brendan Carroll. He was like, who's that guy? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, to be fair, there was about 400 of you up yeah, on that and stage. and then they pushed me forward. It was afterwards, Brendan turned around and went, he said he, said he didn't realise it was me. It was quite funny. He said, I didn't realise it was you, Terry. <laughs> But they were pushing me in was in he, the Was he doing, doing an accent that night, right, was he? Right. He's always like that. <laughs> he knows he doesn't. He has an Irish accent like that. <laughs> he's, he's Dublin. But, um, no, listen, I know. I, I can't do Dublin. Um, unless I do um, someone else doing it. These are, these are only half hour long, but Kate, will you come in again? Well, I'm not obviously dissing you, Terry, but like, by all accounts, you're <laughs> killing yourself tomorrow. Yeah. But um, because you were like, will you come in another time? Yes, but I'd love to. Uh, Yeah, and we'll give you a proper show. But like, we'll, but we haven't even spoken to Dr. Urban because we were talking about... Uh, dietary at the start and you missed that but so uh, we haven't got on to this f- f- so they, and he's flown in from Copenhagen but Dr Gustafsson like basically you've got a new theory about why we should be eating unripe bananas to keep healthy well that's right because it's all about resistant starch and bananas are very rich in resistant starch thanks very much for coming in really appreciate it uh, you've been listening to uh, Sean News Under the Radar uh, tune in go to see everyone live as well, well not Terry obviously Please. and if you see Terry on the street don't go oh Terry text driver because it's going to depress him uh, <laughs> Kerry let's not define her as a woman uh, let's just define her as uh, one of the greatest stand-ups who's around at the moment uh, yeah. and thank you very much Doctor for all your um, advice.